Center Saturday night special, but it's not a Saturday, it's a Wednesday night. That's because we are on the road in Dallas for Thanksgiving. This is brought to you by Northwest Federal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Washington Commanders. Northwest is celebrating game day, and thank you, Commanders fans, with a $400 cash bonus when you open your first ever account. Well, listen, (laughs) Mitch, if you want to do it, you're running out of time because the (laughs) offer is November 30th, so do not wait. Visit northwestnwfcu.org slash Washington to find out how you can score that cash bonus with your new checking account. Remember, stop searching and go Northwest. Fellas, like I said, we are out here for Thanksgiving. First of all, happy early Thanksgiving. Yeah, to same to you, brother. Same to you. Good to be here with you guys. Same everybody out there listening. In, in watch an it. undisclosed so location in Dallas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We normally had a fan rally, but of course, because people are spending time with their families, we are not there now. But we are still going to give you this live special here out yeah. in Dallas. We got the water behind us. We got the vibes behind yeah. us, fellas. First things first, what comes to mind when you think of Dallas? Beamish, I'm going to start with you. Well, you know... This this week, uh, this game here, Thursday night game, I still look at it like a Monday night, a Sunday night. Yeah. You know, everybody's watching in, in a sense, and you want to go out there and put a good showing on. Uh, I think you know everyone say, oh man, they, they played a bad game, they lost it. Uh, what are they gonna do? I think the best thing is to have a game coming up quick. Mm-hmm. You know, when you lose a game like they lost uh, against the Giants. You don't want to be out there practicing all the time. <laughs> you know, we always say, let's get back out there. I want to redeem myself. They have a chance right now. Yeah. You know, and I think one thing I know about a lot of Commanders fans, they win this game, they forget about last week. Yeah. Yeah. They forget about a lot of things, yeah. which I never understood, but I understand that <laughs> they hate Dallas. <laughs> you know, they hate Dallas. And yeah. I think if you go out there and you have a good showing, you can do a lot for yourself. A yeah. lot for the, the psyche, yeah. a lot for the reputation, a lot yeah. for how people are feeling about it. Let's see it. It's yeah. safe to say that um, beating Dallas is like the Commanders fans' Super Bowl. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. The only reason why I say this is because, um, you know, I, I still remember, uh, I reflect all the time, just my first year here in Washington in 05. Mm-hmm. And playing four years in New York for the Jets, um, you know, so many division new matchups against the AFC East. And I never once saw, like, the whole community or – just the staff alone, when I walk into the building, have shirts on talking about one particular team. <laughs> and so it was I, it was kind of alarming to me to kind of like, you know, be in the building for the first time. This is my first year, the second game of the week, second game of the season. And I'm walking around I, every day is beat Dallas, beat Dallas. And I'm saying to myself, like, okay, well, what, don't was like that team. <laughs> what was different, what was different <laughs> about last week when we played Chicago? You know what I mean? <laughs> and so then that's when I really caught wind to how 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 much this 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 rivalry, this game meant to the yeah. team. And then to not only add to it, just the whole beat Dallas thing, and then we end up winning in the fashion we won that year. It was the Monday Night Miracle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying to myself, oh, I see what I stumbled myself upon. So <laughs> fast forward to now, man, this Dallas game, this this, this week never gets old to me. Mm-hmm. And although it's not the same energy mm-hmm. from, from some of the years that yeah. me as a player and as a guy that's following this team or covering this team, it still is meaningful. Yeah. And it's on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. although it's three games that, that day, this is one and probably going to be one of the one one of the most Everybody watched games. Watch, for sure. yeah. So yeah. you know, um, I care less of what happened last week. You know, as a player, I look forward to Thursday games. We always talk about this. Yeah. You know, what was your favorite 
favorite night playing or favorite you know game uh primetime yeah. game i always said thursday because mm -hmm. i wanted to get right to it i'm yeah. one of the guys like there I you go yeah, yeah i don't need I to practice that. so to have a meaningful game on a thursday on thanksgiving what more could you ask for? I mean, go out there and shock the world. I mean, we've been shocking. To me, I feel like you shock us every week because games that I think you're supposed to win, you know, <laughs> it's a shocking when I see that. You know what I mean? But this is this is Dallas. This is yeah. a game where you really can go out here and put all that stuff to rest that we've seen thus far, and go out here and be the meaningful play a play a meaningful game and come out victorious. It means a lot because all those cockroaches have been hiding. <laughs> if we beat them, yeah. they go back and, and stay hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how the, the fans are back in D.C.? The Cowboy fans, they don't come out unless it's something that they really yeah. can talk about. So let's keep them in hiding. Yeah. Yes, let's definitely let's keep that. them in hiding. But Commanders fans, we do not want y'all to be in hiding. Man, we know you're watching on YouTube. We know you're watching on X. We know you're watching on Facebook. Hit us up. You know the drill. Hashtag left hand up to have your questions answered by these two legends right there. My producer Ann and my producer Maddie, they're going to make sure we get your questions. All That's right. why I got the laptop right here. Shout out to them for making this ship run. <laughs> we can't do this without them. Ship, we can't do ship this with the P. Without ship, 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 ship. I said it with a P. He was real quick on that one. He was real quick on that one. always watching, boy. But again, we cannot do this without them, and we cannot do this without y'all. Without y'all. So without further ado, I'm going to ask the first question. They already coming in, fellas. Bring All it, right, first thing, first hand, I'm going to start with you. Who do you want to see shine from the defense? Uh, defensively, man, I don't have an individual guy. I need to see the secondary step up. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. this would be a game, one of the games that I need to see them more than any other game. Yeah. Um, this 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 offense from the uh, Dallas Cowboys, they're coming in flying high. Dak has been playing some great football. Uh, we've given up. I think we're right now last when it comes to, um, you know, giving up, you know. Um, explosive plays. Explosive plays. Yeah. And just points alone, you know what I mean? So, and Dallas is like ranked up there in the top two when it comes to, you know, receiving, um, you know, touchdowns and stuff yeah. like that. So, I just want to see our guys in the secondary, man, find a way. I don't know if it's uh, when I'm screaming, uh, find a way, meaning coach-wise, put them in a better situation, or player-wise, just stand Make up, just step up, yeah. you know what I mean? But something has to give, and I think right now when you got, what, six games left yeah. in this season, this is a fine time to do it. I remember back in 2012, after we won this game here, we lost no more. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. we found out we yeah. went to the postseason because we won the, those last few games. So this is a fine time to go out there and, and rewrite everything you did thus far and find a way to uh, come out and play a meaningful um, you know, game of football and, mm -hmm. and, and be sharp because yeah. I think our secondary need that. Yeah. For me, I look at the defensive line. Um, that's where our guys are on the defense. Yeah. And that's where the prime guys are still, although they got rid of Chase and also Montez. And when you hear about Dallas, you hear about their offensive line a lot. Yeah. One of the best in the, the best business. in the league. Yeah. Uh, I think back to when I played, I'm sure you think the same way, Tanner. When I played against a team that had a great third down defense, I was a third down back. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that that wasn't there that day. Yeah. Played against a good special teams, I wanted to put my numbers up on you. And I think it gets to the point, like, you know, we have a lot of humble guys on the team. Every once in a while, you just got to say to hell with everything yeah. and just be a, be that guy who say, listen, I'm going to get this thing done. You know, and it, I'm not saying go out there and be a, a you know, a rogue uh, individual person, but sometimes you ain't taking me down. You better mm -hmm. get you some friends to help you. I'm going to carry you into the end zone. I'm going to do what I need to do. Yeah. And I feel our defensive line, this is a game where they have to have their names called a lot because I believe mm -hmm. if they're dominant like they're capable of being, the secondary has an easier job. Bingo. Yeah, for you know? sure. Because I, I just look, last week, 
I'm asking every analytics person and people that cover football, how you have nine sacks and the quarterback has 137 quarterback rating? Yeah. You know, because normally when sacks come, turnovers come. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I watch balls where the ball is here. No rake. They go for the tackle. Slap that. The most important thing on the football field is the football. Yep. Mm. That's the most important thing. You got to get that ball on the ground, bouncing around. It's oblong. It goes all kind of ways. Pick it off. Do some things like that. So I feel like I want to see them dominate. And, and Beeman's talking about that defensive line. You said it. Nine sacks in a game. And like you said, normally yeah. that mm-hmm. goes into a win. However, it's still got to be a confidence booster for a very, very young defensive line. Because like you said, we don't have them same guys that yeah. we had to start the season. You guys have been in those locker rooms. You guys have seen certain players get off, like a K.J. Henry really mm-hmm. have his coming out moment. What do you see the game after that coming out moment? Beaver, I'm going to start with you. Well, I, I think when you have that coming out moment, it, you can't all of a sudden disappear. Mm. You know, most times young people are people. Yeah. When they do something great, they normally disappear after that. I always feel, you always hear me, I always say it, uh, you know, once you show me something, I expect it the next time. Yeah. So I think when you have a coming out moment, you got to follow that up with another moment because that's how you begin to build. See, a lot of people have great games, great plays, yeah. great year. Great year don't make you a great player. Great wow. career makes you a great player. Mm-hmm. So if you can start stacking up more positive than negatives, that's what everybody should focus on, trying to stack those positives. If you do that, then all of a sudden you find out that it's that people, oh, he was lucky. Mm-hmm. When you work hard, yeah. And you study hard, yeah. you make the plays, you make your own damn love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ten add to that, man. About I mean, add, add to it. He said it. He's, 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 he's spot on. I think uh, when you have a performance like that, I care who you are. You know what I mean? You want to be able to stack them. Yeah. You want to be yeah. able to say, okay, can I find that guy again? Can right. I go find that same energy that I had mm-hmm. I had that week and, and see that again? You know, as a receiver, I always try to, you know, come from the standpoint of things that I was able to, you know, uh, endure or – or go through as a receiver. I remember having those those games where I had the where I couldn't I couldn't miss. Like don't matter how hard the ball was, yeah. how hard how tough that catch was, I came down with it. And so when I kind of judge other guys, I'm like, oh yeah, he in that zone. He in that yeah, zone. Like when you on Mario Brothers, you know how like we get in that zone when you get that dog zone. <laughs> you know you get that you little big and, 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 the you, <laughs> and then you go. <laughs> How's the sound? How's the sound? <laughs> <laughs> He's in that zone. So, yeah, you know what I mean? That's the kind of zone that I used to kind of feel when yeah. I was a receiver. Yeah. And so when I see a guy like, you know, a young guy go out there and play well, and I say, okay, now can you follow that up? Because once you get, once you have that feeling, you don't want to feel nothing else. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't want no other feeling. So you practice different. You have a different emphasis when you go into practice. You have a different mindset when you go into those meetings. And so that's all I want to see. I want to see these guys understand that that's different feelings that we go through as ball players. Yeah. The emotions go up and down. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> but it's up to you to say, I want to be right here all the time. Yeah. And the way you do that by studying hard practicing hard, preparing hard, and then when you get into the games, all that stuff is easy. Even if you come out of there um, not with the W, individually, if you handled your business, you will always still have that same feeling. Yeah, you'll be disappointed because you lost the game, but if you're handling your business week in and week out, it's going to continue to rise, and it's going to step your play up, and then eventually, as a player, you make a difference so much to where now everybody is kind of following, like, okay, this guy is making too many plays for us not to follow his lead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see that, that comes into win. So that's what I want. I want to see those guys that had those performances, those nine sacks, to follow that up and go out there and do it against a meaningful, you know, in a meaningful game against a team that right now everybody's saying you're going to lose against. Yeah. You know? it's, it's, it's being an addict, okay? 
when people see here the word addict, they think it's a negative. What would most drug drug users say? Man, I'm chasing that feeling. When you go out there and you have an unbelievable game, that feeling is probably as good as getting the best drug out there. Mm. So what do you do? You chase that feeling. Yeah. And what do you have to do? Everything during the week. You have to sacrifice things. You have to begin to do something different than you did before when you had a bad game. You did something good. I'm a little uh, superstitious too. Yeah. I keep doing that thing over and over yeah, again. Yeah. And then I enhance it, enhance it, and push for it. I will say, everybody out there, whatever feeling you've had, when you had that best moment on the field, mm. try to find that. Yeah. Chase that. Because it's nothing wrong with trying to chase the, the, the satisfaction of something when it's a positive. Yeah. Not necessarily when it's a negative. Yeah, man. That consistency is so key to success. And, man, y'all fans, man, great job. What a great question. The way we was able to just get into that off of that one question. <laughs> Remember, leave hashtag left hand up on YouTube, Facebook, and X. And, fellas, right now. They know it's a Thanksgiving game. They know we out here for Dallas, so they want to talk about y'all food, right? You know what I'm right. saying? They love this command. It's all they want to hear about y'all food, especially from you, Beamish, because you are said chef, cook. You, yeah. you the best. Probably. That, that, that's, that's, that's a guarantee, right? That's there. a guarantee. They, they miss not a throw it. They say he's all down. You think he's better than Fred Smooth? What? Yeah, better than Fred Smooth just talked. He don't Fred. show up. Fred. I told you I've Fred had three. Don't. Fred I had three competitions with snack. Fred, and he's never cooked anything for any of the competitions. Yeah. He ate my food, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys on the Command Center pod, you guys actually had a competition, a we pie had, competition. Yeah. Tell yeah. us about that with our guy, Zach. So it's crazy. We had a pod, We had a, um, a little, I guess you can, you can say competition, <laughs> where they gave us, they gave us um, uh, I guess they gave us uh, Commander coins or okay. whatever. Yep, yep. You had $10 worth of Commander coins. You had to, you had to pick your... Top three sides, and you get to spend. You get to spend whatever on them. So basically, if I spend four dollars, you get you get to up me and say I want that. I uh -huh. want that side. So um, my size was actually um, macaroni and cheese, mm -hmm. collard greens. Yes, I wanted candy yams, but due to the fact that I spent four dollars on both of those, that uh, was that was eight dollars total. <laughs> I only had two dollars left. So. When I was getting ready to pick candy yams, Logan made sure he spent a lot on candy yams, so I won't be able to get them. So I had to settle for a potato salad, which is another great salad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was crazy because Jason sent us a text today telling us who was in the lead. And Logan was in the lead, 32%. So, and I was like 25, Jason was 25, Fred was 12. And the first thing we thought of, we all wrote the same thing back on the uh, uh, text. He was like, well, at least we know who our followers are. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, man, when it comes to Thanksgiving, when it comes to sides, or when it comes to food, period, but Thanksgiving, uh, since we're talking about it, you, man, I, I remember growing up, going to your grandmother's house, yeah. going to your family member's home, and the plate was just like whatever. I mean, not the plate, the table just had so yeah. many different sizes you on it. You can yeah. choose yeah. and and make whatever you want out of that, you know, that particular meal. And I I used to look forward to that moment as a kid. Not as an adult, I haven't had many of them because I'm always on the road, yeah. doing, you know, playing mm -hmm. ball. Fortunately, playing ball and yeah. and following this team, but. Thanksgiving is one of those moments, man. It's, it's one of those times when I love to get with my family and be able to break bread and just enjoy, you know yeah. what I mean? And enjoy the food that we have and feast. Yeah. Three of them? Three. Okay. I have to, I, I, everybody likes stuffing. Mm -hmm. I'm not too keen You're on. You're a dressing guy. I like, I, I like rice. Oh, okay. So yeah. we make more, we call it a rice dressing. Okay. It's like dirty rice at Popeye's. Okay. So I need that. that. That's my first one. Then the collard greens, you know. 
And if they get eat mixed, the I just eat them together. Need them now, I, See, and I'm stuck because <clears throat> I always love the sweet potato crunch. Mm-hmm. You know, you get that sweet potato souffle, and you have that pecan crust over the top of it. Oh. That thing is unbelievable. I never had that. But mac and cheese is my thing. Yeah. You know, but I'm going to go with the sweet potato crunch because they say it's a little healthier. Mm-hmm. When you put all that sugar and butter, it's not that healthy at that point. <laughs> but I, I can eat just sides. Like, I'll go in, I get them with meat. Yeah. And then the next round is all sides. Yeah, I like you know? that too. And then I have the sweet potato crunch plate. You know, yeah. the, you know, the, you know, my favorite time, especially around those time of the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, it's not the day of, it's the day after. That food tastes even better. Because when that food hit that refrigerator, yeah. and you come out and you bring it out and you get ready to warm it up, like you, you, you be <laughs> just looking at the sides, like man, look at you. you've been untasted cold. Like, Hey man, I used to love going there and getting it like out of the refrigerator, just knowing like man, you can see it. It, it man, look, I can't wait. And and it also takes better. It's almost yeah. like something about that refrigerator. I don't know what it is that when you, you know, after you, you know, cover it up, put it in the refrigerator the next day, it just tastes that. When much that better. thing gets cold, it sucks that seasoning into yeah. it. So uh, that, that leaves a good question because I'm one of them guys too. If you don't have leftovers for Thanksgiving, did you really do Thanksgiving right? However, there's always a question. How long are leftovers good for post Thanksgiving? How many days are you letting the leftovers hang around? Tana, we'll start well, with you. Yeah, start with me. Uh, well, I'm a, you know, since social media kind of rule our world right now, I remember Plies, you know, Florida boy. Y'all know, y'all know the rapper Plies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plies had this thing going on on Instagram, like, how long? And he was saying, this was some years ago, that his family members was eating a week later, still eating the food. And he was like, he was trying to throw that stuff out the house. I would say, say Thanksgiving normally falls on the Thursday. Yeah. By that Monday, I, I try not to be eating that stuff again. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right, right. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday, I'm all Thanksgiving out. Like, I don't <laughs> want to even sit. Now, it's, still, salad. it's, it's always stuff left over. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, man, I can't still be eating this stuff. Yeah, I just yeah. feel guilty. Like, man, I shouldn't be eating this right now. Like, whether it's, okay. whether it's still good or not, I shouldn't be eating it right now. So I would say I, I give it that whole weekend, and then Monday, start new, baby. Fresh. I mean, now Monday, you need to go ahead and clean yourself out. That was <laughs> help you out. <laughs> I eat so much of it, it's gone within two to three days. So you don't have a lot That's to do. Me. But ultimately... <laughs> You know when you go and you look in your refrigerator, you see those numbers up there? Yeah. You can turn it down. And if you make it a little colder, they last a little longer. Um, also, tricks, you know, you could take that turkey, you could take that, that, that brisket, whatever, freeze that thing. Mm-hmm. It lasts even longer. So you, everybody thinks leftover, like the days, one, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No, 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 no. I might eat this two weeks from now, but it was frozen. Yeah. And it kept yeah. it right. And now, Tanner, you said it get a little colder, so it tasted yeah. better. Imagine how it tastes then. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Right. No, because I, I've had, so I froze your gumbo one year and ate it days later. It so you, he's he's right. He's yeah. right about that. I haven't got to get B. Mitch's food yet, but I'm hoping that'll get fixed. We're going to get that right. We're going to get that right. We're going to get that right. Now, fellas, let's get it back to football a little bit, but still Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. You guys talk about this. Y'all are clearly passionate about the family time you guys get, the things you get to do, but you guys have played on Thanksgiving. You yeah. guys yeah. have left y'all families to go play this game that yeah. you guys love so much. What makes these games so much different? than any other game you played during the season, Tim? Um, I only had one chance as a pro to play on Thanksgiving. That was 2012. And growing up as a, um, you know, a kid through, through Little League football, park, park football, rec football, however you want to call it, uh, we called it part one and back where I you know, come from, I played every year on Thanksgiving until I got to high school. 
And so when I got that experience again in 2012, I felt like a kid again. Wow, I'm like, wow. I, I mm -hmm. trust me, I, I swear, I couldn't wait to that game. You know, I just tell them, be mentioned about my family that lives up here. My mom, brothers and sisters stay here. The people I grew up in the house with, the people that I used to sit in, in my those 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 little drawers I told you about. <laughs> in the tidy whities And, 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 and eating <laughs> dancing Michael Jackson, eating cereal with like my uncles and aunts. They stayed. They was living here in Dallas. Yeah. So every time I came to play, you know, the Cowboys, you know, people wonder why. Like, man, why is it Tanner? Seemed like Dallas is his favorite place to play. It was because wow. I had the yeah, people family, that, yeah. I had the people that watched me and knew that one day this may be possible. Saw the growth, you know. They yeah. they saw this, you know. I guess they they saw the manifestation, you know, come through because of, they watched me every day. So getting back to the story, when I knew that I was gonna play on Thanksgiving, I planned this thing out like it was just like. It was going to happen. I say, look, I'm going to buy these seats right here in this end zone, this particular end zone wow. in the stadium. I want my family right here. So when I score, hopefully in this end zone, I'm going to give my uncle the ball, oh, man. my That's appreciation. Cool, man. And I promise you, I'm going to post this post. Someone posted to, you know, I saw it today on Instagram. Someone tagged me on They posted today of my touchdown in 2012. But I'm going to post it tomorrow as a throwback, you know, on Thursday, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Because it couldn't have happened better than it happened. I wow. mean, literally, I scored in the same end zone that I bought their seats in, in the corner, in the same where their seats was mm -hmm. at. That's crazy. And if you see me, I'm telling them, to come on, come get this ball. Like, it was, I planned it out, and it happened. But I was so geeked the whole week, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, and, like, I just, I just knew it because I was that kid again saying, this is my kind of, like, my thank you to my to my uncles, you know, my family that watched me become this guy. You know what I mean? I wow. wanted to be able to, you know, show them I'm thankful for this today. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, man. For me, fine. I think it's more or less the games you play weekly, the regular season games, it's normally your team that knows the great things you did. Mm -hmm. You get a chance to play Monday night football. For Sunday night football is the people around the league also that gets to also tell your story and see how good you are. Mm -hmm. When you do it on Christmas or Thanksgiving, yeah. it's people that don't normally watch football that are watching football. So when we start talking about Tay-Tay, okay, mm -hmm. we talk about the Beehive with Beyonce. Mm -hmm. You know why? When you get to that level, it's people that don't normally follow what you do yeah. that gets to watch it. And if you do something spectacular, now when your guys are talking about it, Let's say it's 20 guys sitting up there talking about, man, Santana was doing this. Mm -hmm. And then Maddie walk in and say, yeah, I remember that day. Yeah. Yeah. It makes that story bigger. Yeah. It makes that story huge, yeah. large. Yeah. It's not just football people talk about it. When you got people that don't even give a damn yeah. Yeah. saying, yeah, man, I watched B. Miss do this on this day. That, that is when you know that you're doing something. And that's why guys like doing it because ultimately we want to be praised. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When the people that we don't expect to praise us praise us, that's even better. That's, That's even when you better. become a household name. Yeah. I mean, there I mean, you go. Game, moments like that, you know, when you're able to go out there and play on a big stage like that, oh, it was funny because I remember in, in college, and, you know, as a football player, you just want to go out there and play. You want to do your job. You want to go out there and make plays. Whatever it was for me to be the best receiver or one of the best receivers, I wanted to do that. I care less about outdoing you. If you was a receiver, too, I care less about your numbers. I just wanted to do what was given to me. So if you gave me four attempts, I wanted to come down with them. I wanted to make the best mm -hmm. play out there. But I remember <laughs> me and Reggie was, um, you know, um, we was talking one year in college. And we was in, like, when I came into 
University of Miami. He was a he was a guy that was on scholarship. I was a walk on to the football team, but I was on scholarship with track. And Reggie said something, and it resonated with me for the rest of my life. I literally held on. He never knew. I probably never told him this. I held on to it. And he said, and I'm looking. He didn't know how much I admired him. I mm-hmm. admired his game. I'm like, man, this dude catch a BB in the dark. <laughs> he can just flat out route anybody. Like, he was, you know, he yeah. was a different style of receiver than me, but he was just sharp. And I wanted to be sharp. I know I was a big threat, big play threat, but I wanted to be sharp. And he said something to me that it resonated to this day, even after my playing years. He said, man, it's something about big games. Mm. They always saying your name. That's, that's and wild, as a player, I never got up more or, or less. I just wanted to shine, but the opportunity was given more to me for some odd reason. I guess because of my skill set, being a, a deep threat guy, you on prime time, we're going to throw the bomb, we're going to throw the big play. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. when those opportunities came, I relished. And so as a young kid, hearing that from your, a guy that you look up to, a friend, you could there you go. teammate, yeah. I, I held on to it. So now you're talking about Thanksgiving games, you know, Christmas games, any Monday night games. I just always had in the back of my head, these are my games to shine. These yeah. are my games to step up and be that guy because I feel like someone else saw them in before and it, it happened. Why can't it happen now? They yeah. called Santa a cowboy killer. They sure did. Because in those games against the Cowboys, he stepped up. Yeah. You know some guys that didn't play well last week could come in this game and make a play, and they're going to remember them from that play, yep. not what happened last week. Mm-hmm. And I, that's, a, that's the great thing about the American society. We are forgiving. Yeah. And also the American sports people. When you make bad mistakes, they, everybody knows. If you play football, play any professional sport, you're not going to be 100% mm-hmm. positive or negative. But – the positives overtake the negatives, especially if it's against the right team. You know what I'm saying? Let's say they have nine sacks tomorrow and they win the game. We are saying it's the best defense in sliced bread. Okay? Let's say Sam go out there and throw four touchdowns instead of three interceptions. Yeah. Man, Sam Howell's Cowboy Keller. You know, yeah, it's going to yeah. pop up. You know, or he's going to be the, the, the Thanksgiving Day Massacre. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the arsonist or whatever he's going to be against the Cowboys. Because people want to talk about how great you did mm-hmm. against the people they don't like. Yeah. And I think this game right here, it can write whole careers mm-hmm. and write stories over again. And we have some young guys that really are looking to make a name for themselves that have never been mm-hmm. in this situation. Yeah. We have a Sam Howell. We also have a B-Rob. And that's actually going to lead me to our next left-hand-up question by our fans. This is from Alfred E. Benton, Jr. Shout-out Anna for getting us this. It says... Does B-Rob get more carries this week? We know that he had a significant amount of carries. He had a, has made mm-hmm. very big plays. Does B-Rob take over against the Dallas Cowboys? I think if they go out and have success early running the ball mm-hmm. and then they also throwing the ball well, yes. I, I think any offensive coordinator wants to see that happen. And also that, that, count, that, that depends on the defense. How well the defense plays against the offense because, if, I mean, against Dallas' offense. If Dallas comes out and scores, and we go out there and don't get success on the first down, second down. They get it again. They score. We're not running the ball all game. And I think, I think people have to stop worried about just the amount. Look at the game, how it, tra- how it goes, and you will find out. Now, in that game the other day, they had like 170-something yards rushing. Yeah. Over, they had 400-something yards total. Yeah. That's a game you win. Yeah, but the turnovers got you. They, and you were able to get into a rhythm in that game. Now, I, I hear so many people talking about the run and run. Let's realize one thing. The games that we're praising Sam about, all the passes he's throwing, 
is when he's completing them a lot. And people are bragging about a loss because he did that. But people that act like this is this is no longer Joe Gibbs' uh, offense. This is no longer the Redskins. Okay, and I'm gonna say the name because that's when they they ran first. This is no longer that. This is a league where you run the ball when you get up. You pass the ball to get up. And we have watched when they when this offense works the best. They set it up. They set the run up with the pass, and then later on they run it to death. You know, we have to keep understanding. I think we have a lot of fans who, who love this team from what it was, but that's not what the game is anymore. Mm. You know, but I know that the game becomes that. See, we talk about two-minute offense. That's when you're trying to catch up. Joe always talked about the four-minute offense. Yeah. As normally we were winning, and we all said we're gonna run the ball on them right. and take the, just take the time off the clock. I think if we are out there having success, running the ball early and doing things. B-Rob will get as many carries as he needs. Yeah. Mm. And a big part of B-Rob's success is Sam Howell's success, right? Mm. And Sam Howell, like he said, three interceptions. Almost every week we've said, oh, Sam Howell's gotten better. Like you said, he's yeah. in a loss. Yeah. We're praising Sam Howell and these numbers that he's able to put together. Last Sunday was kind of our first time being like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Not the not the best game. Yeah. How does he bounce back? I don't even think it was last Sunday. We've, we've, seen, those, we've seen those games from him this year. And one of the things that we also saw that I'm going to put in the air because he's, he's done back. it. He has bounced back. He has. He had a game like this before, you know. Yeah. We saw that in Buffalo. Yeah. You know, we was like, the offense just couldn't get right. Next week, Sam went out there. I don't think we had a win, but we, he went out there and played a damn good game. Yeah. Um, that's what you get, though. You get that kind of uh, up and down play from a guy that's still learning on the job. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, that's one of the reasons why when I was asked that question weeks ago after those – three weeks in a row, you know, 300-plus yards passing. I'm like, oh, is he the guy? You would like to think so. But I understand as a player, man, you're going to have moments where you look like you're the best in the world, and then you feel like you're the worst. And (laughs) if you're a good player, you you, you know how to overcome it. And that's the one I want to see from Sam. I also want to see that from this team. I think going into this game, just knowing what Dallas brings in the pass rush phase of their defense, I don't want to see us – back there pass happy if we are pass happy quick pass find a way to get yeah. the screens going yeah. if we're not running the ball well find a way to get the running backs the ball out the backfield in the passing game you know the screens on the outside to receive but we have to find a way to combat what they do best and i think what they do best is get out to the quarterback yes i don't want to see my i'm we're going to see him <laughs> we're going to see michael parsons doing a Woo! lot of things where he's standing up like i saw something on film i'm just watching the other day and i'm like wow it's at a point where their defensive front they all are off the ball, almost like as if they just getting far as they can to just so they can tell you, we passing, we pass rushing. Yeah, but and, they confuse you. And I'm saying to myself, when you see that as a as an offense, you need to check. Run right Run at them. Right at them. Let them catch the people that check. Because yeah. now you, you, you catch them in their most vulnerable you know, you know, point or spot on their defense because they're pass happy right now. They're trying to get out to the quarterback. So I want to see us to have a healthy flow of – runs like we did last week because look at it look let's be honest we lost last week but that's a lot of good you can look at if you one of those guys like myself because i have to find good in everything that's out there i mean you just can't everything is not always what it said said to be so the good i got out of last week game is we won we could have easily won that game if you don't have six turnovers true turnovers are because every week what you say win the what 
turnover battle. And they had you know? none. And none. for you to have five <laughs> going into the last drive of the game and had a chance to win the game tells you what you could have done. Yeah. But yeah. you beat yourself because you turned the ball over and you gave a team that was ready to lay down. Our defense was was tearing them up so much in that first quarter. They was just looking for us to score a touchdown so they could say, okay, yeah, we we ain't ready to play with them. But yeah. we didn't. We allowed them to stick around the game, and they got happy and say, oh, well, maybe this is a game for us to win too. Mm. They wanted to give it to yeah. us. Yeah. So when I look at that, when I watched the game last week, I said, look, this is a this is a a prime example of you allowing a team that's not good to stick around and then get a little confidence, and now everything works out for them. You get a quarterback, like Brian said, when you get a quarterback to get sacked nine times, no turnovers, and still have that quarterback rating that he had and win yeah. and throwing, throwing the most touchdown pass he's throwing in his career, mm-hmm. come on, bro. Like, you know what I mean? That's you. That's yeah. not them. You, you allow that to happen. So I'm looking for these guys to take a different approach and say, let's take control of this game, use our guys in the backfield, However, best way it suits us. You mm-hmm. know, you, you can't force the ball if it's not going going good for you, you in the run game. But if it suits us well to do it, do it, do it as much as they allow you to, and then dump it off here and there when you can. But you have to have a consistent, you know, balance somewhere in that game because we know what they want to do best. They want to get out to Sam, and they know. They looking at that and say, look, regardless of what they they showing us, we know we do it better than most of these teams in this league. Mm-hmm. And if they and we allow them to hunt. It'll be a long one for us. And it's so interesting, both of you guys mentioned, right, those nine sacks. We talk about that with Sam all the time and say that is the reason, man. Man, if we could just keep Sam clean, yeah. we would have success and get a few more Any wins. quarterback clean. Any, Any quarterback clean. <laughs> Sam got hit four times. He gets constantly hit. I feel like I ask you this every week, B. Mitch. How do we keep Sam Howell clean, and how do we keep Michael Parsons particularly off of Sam? Well, Michael Sam. Parsons, you make his game become rough. Okay, you don't allow him to do what he does best. When Michael Parsons is pass rushing, he's as good as anybody in the league. When Michael Parsons is taking on run blocks, he's not as good. Uh, when, when pass rushes are normally smaller than the offensive linemen, so they got to catch and get rid of. You know, if you go around telling you, what, 190, you go grab somebody at 270, you wrestle, wrestle with them, how tired are you going to be? So if you make Michael Parsons, instead of being the aggressor, Pass rushes are aggressors. Offensive linemen are being passive when you're when they're rushing. But when they're run blocking, the D line is now the passive guy, and the O line is an aggressor. Let the offensive line be aggressive against him a lot. Make him have to take. He runs down plays and he goes around offensive tackles like they are not there. Run at him. See, I've been on teams where we go in and they like this guy is great. We're going to find out if he can play a, a rough game. Yeah. Make him do something he's not accustomed to doing. You know, and then you find out how good he really is. The guy I saw destroy everybody was Lawrence Taylor. They compare him to Lawrence Taylor. I watch him. He's not Lawrence Taylor in the run game. Yeah. In the past game, he is Lawrence Taylor-esque. <laughs> in the run game, you can make him check out. Yeah. And, and let's flip it, right? We're going against Dak Prescott, having one of his better seasons we've seen in a really yeah. long time. But our guys are coming off of a nine-sack game. How do we get after Dak Prescott, make him uncomfortable, and make him cause some turnovers, even though he doesn't do that very often? Well, well, we're going to have to show some fronts and try to change some. Confuse him. To, to, yeah. We got to confuse him. But I don't think we get nine sacks against this this offensive line. I'm just going to put it out there. This this is one of the better offensive lines in the league. Um, watching watching tape at times when I saw what Carolina did in that first half. 
They brought six at times. They brought five at times. That's when they got hands on Dak. We're going to have to do it. We, I mean, I know that, um, you know, uh, Dario don't like to do it a lot. He likes to rush for. This ain't the game you rush for. Mm. If you're trying to disrupt that guy back there, if, you, if you're not trying to let him sit back there and pick your defensive part, your secondary part, you don't just rush for it. You have to show you got to bring somebody. Mm. You, have mm. to, you have to make – you have to – not just do it just to do it, though. It's going to come a time in a certain down, in a certain situation on the field where you have to say, I got to show them something. I got to either bring one guy or two guys, show them that I'm bringing the linebackers, might bring a corner and drop him back out and play into the zone. You have to find a way to be clever with what you, you're doing and disguise your defense in a way because if they look at what they saw on tape, they're going to have a field day. Yeah. They, they right now sitting there ready to feast like it's Thanksgiving already. Like, they looking like, oh, yeah, we finna eat. Mm -hmm. As a receiver, when I used to come into games watching what our secondary has given up, I'm like, boy, any moment, <laughs> I'm about to explode. You know, any moment. I'm just, I'm just waiting for my opportunity. So I truly believe that we're going to have to bring guys here and there, be exotic more than we have been this year, and show different looks to kind of confuse that. Because if we give them the time, one of the things that I've, I've talked about earlier this year, with Dak, and I've been one of those guys. I've been an advocate for Dak saying that I like him. And people are like, oh, Tan, you like Dak? Yeah, I like him. Because the Dak, Prescott, the Dak Prescott that I like is the guy that showed Tony Romo that you can't play this game no more. I'm going to take it over from here. Mm -hmm. He ran with the ball. And ha have you seen the success that Dak Prescott has had of lately? It's because he's back to running with the football. Mm -hmm. So we got to get him back into that mode. And when we do that, have one of our guys, Jamin Davis, whoever mm -hmm. it may be, Barton, I heard he's back. Those guys have to be waiting to go out there and attack them and make sure they get them down because that's what you want to see more from Dak than seeing him being back there in that pocket comfortably and being able to pick you apart in the secondary. And Tana, I think that sets us up for one more left-hand-up question from our amazing audience. Appreciate you guys watching yes. on everything while we are out here in Dallas on Thanksgiving Eve. So this question, I'm going to start with you, B-Mitch. All right. This goes right with what Tana was talking about. If K.J. Henry gets more snaps, can he finish the year strong? We saw him have two sacks in the last game. Well, I think he can because he came into the, the first game he got an opportunity. He hit a guy in the league game, one of yeah. the dumbest films I've ever seen in my life. He had a sack then. Yep. K.J. Henry, uh, it, like I always tell people, it takes people some time to learn how to play the NFL game. Yeah. He was unbelievable in college. In training camp, he was, he was a little lost. Mm -hmm. Now he seems to have found himself, and the dude is he's making plays. Yeah. The games he's been in, he's going around people. He's using different moves. He's setting them up. Mm -hmm. So I think he can have a great season. Yeah. And I think that's the ultimate thing. Like, I, look, I keep telling people, there's no I in team. When they come looking at how you played this year, they're not looking at the team. Yeah. They're going to look at you individually, all these defensive coaches together. Yeah. And if he's doing the things I've seen him do thus far the rest of the year, oh, they have stuff for him next year. Mm. You've been KJ, the game plan. Speaking of KJ here, I wanted to add a little something in there. Uh, there's nothing against Chase because I love Chase and Sweat, but he's a different pass rusher than those guys. It's his wiggle a little different. He has something that, you know, I think Chase was so dominant where he just wanted to make sure he dominates you on the outside, and if he have to spin off and come back in, he would do so. KJ, I, when I'm watching him, he's a guy that's more like a uh, he's an agile. He's, he, he, right, Freeney-esque? Yeah, like he has more of that agile uh, pass rush style that where he gets upfield, as soon as he see that he can't dominate you upfield, he's looking for the go back and retrace now and see where the quarterback is going to try to go at. And I watched a couple of his sacks last week, and that's what he did. And that's something that we need because we've been seeing that a lot from our guys, 
Sweat and you know Young was so dominant, just getting you know getting Run a field. Yeah. At times they got a, so far upfield they couldn't spin back and get that tackle. Yeah. We've seen a lot from Two Hill doing that. We've seen a lot from uh, you know James uh, Hyphen doing that. Yeah. And KJ <laughs> showed us twice, three times now because that first sack he got that was you know uh, rude, uh, um, roughing the passer. Yeah. That was a great rush too. So I think he has a, a different wiggle in him, and I'm I'm really excited to watch him finish this season now. See how he can finish yeah. and give us a lot of you know hope you know for what we have in the future with him. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely excited, too. And I'm excited for tomorrow's Thanksgiving game. Fellas, we are about to wrap up. Before we go, B-Mitch, we, we got the cowboy killer here with mm -hmm. us. So I got to ask y'all as our last question, who needs to be a cowboy killer tomorrow? B-Mitch. Terry. Mm. I just think Terry uh, has that ability. We've seen it already in big moments. He makes big plays. Yeah. I think Terry is a guy that goes into the game hoping that they come to him. Yeah. And, and you can just see it. You know, he doesn't brag about it. It's just the way he carries himself. If Terry's out there handling the business like he's capable of doing, Sam give him some good opportunities, he can be that. Um, you know, speaking of, since he, 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 he went to offense, I'm going to go defense side. Um, I, I believe they're going to try to attack us in the secondary. And one of the guys that I think highly of, mm -hmm. I want to see him use his size, use his length, use his God-given talent at St. Juice. Juice. I need to see him be dominant tomorrow, man. I want to see him to be able to get up in those guys' face, press them, put hands on them, you know, be disruptive enough to where Dak has to get off him. And then when the ball in the air, don't panic. Don't mm -hmm. panic. You there. You there. Don't, don't, don't use that outside hand, that offhand to put, you know, because these refs looking for anything they can call a flag on, but just use your skill. Be confident in, in what you did throughout the offseason that prepared you to be ready for the season and just knock the ball down or attack the ball and get an interception. I want to see St. Juice go out there and have a hell of a game. And I think in the secondary, if he can lead those guys, because I know what Fuller's going to bring. Yeah. Fuller's going to always bring that consistency. Yeah. You, you, you try Fuller, trust me, he'll be going the other way with it. But they don't try Fuller a lot because they know he's playing sound football, sound cornerback play. But I want to see a guy like St. Juice, because we already talked about his numbers early in the week. He's getting a lot of attempts thrown his way, yeah. and that caused any guy to panic at times. Don't panic, baby. Breathe easy. Knock that ball down or take it. They're yeah. giving it to you. Go ahead and take it. Let me give you a yeah. bonus one. Defoe is not playing right now. Mm -hmm. He's just hurt. Yeah. But Defoe used to make people think about think twice about going across the yeah, middle. CeeDee Lamb does not like to be hit. Mm -hmm. Safeties, tattoo that ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he sir. will start yeah. looking yeah. for whatever he's thankful for instead yeah. of looking for that football. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got to hit it. Bring it legally. Yeah. But if he is there – Hit him. Yeah. No, don't hit him with the helmet, but try to separate him. He'll start looking at the defense. <laughs> that needs to be the title of this show. Tattoo that ass, fellas, man. <laughs> it has been fun hanging out with you guys. Commanders family, we appreciate your guys' questions. Now, this ain't the, all you're going to see of us. We will be back for pregame tomorrow right on the field out in Fort Worth. And we'll also be there postgame, giving you everything you need to know after yes. a win. Hopefully, we have some turkey. Hopefully, yeah. we have some turkey there postgame. You know, I'm straight. I don't want none of the turkey Hopefully up here. I'll, I'll tell you before I get on the plane. That trip the fan had me sleep all the way home. <laughs> well, Listen, before we go and move on to that, we got to pay some bills. This episode of Command Center Special was brought to you by Northwest Federal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Washington Commanders. Northwest is celebrating game day and thanking Commanders fans with a $400 cash bonus. That's right, B-Mitch. $400. When you open your first ever checking account. Offer ends November 30th, so do not wait. Visit northwestnwfcu.org slash Washington to find out how you can score that $400 cash bonus with your new checking account. And remember to stop searching 
and go Northwest. Fellas, that is it for us out here in Dallas. Happy Thanksgiving to all our Commanders family. We thank you guys so much for being here with us, for watching, for supporting. Shout out to our producer, Maddie and Anna, for leaving their families and being here with us. They make working. us look good. They're, man, they make us look so good, man. They make us look really good. <laughs> that is it for Command Center Special.